Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast College Football Edition. Today, we have the OGs of the L7C talking some college football. Myself, Byron, and Cedric, how are you guys doing today? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm doing well. This is the first college football podcast of November. I'm doing all right. A little sick, but here we are. Here we are. So let's not um let's not start with our usual Buckeye stuff. Let's just go right into the real things of it all. You're hearing us right after the college football playoff committee did their first rankings of the 2022-23 season. Just happened. Uh, we've seen them. We have this. You're going to hear our first time talking about them. So number one. You got Rocky Top Tennessee at number one. Your Ohio State Buckeyes are number two. The Georgia Bulldogs are number three. Clemson Tigers, number four. Michigan at number five. And Alabama, six. Rounding out the top 10, TCU, Oregon, USC, LSU, and Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi's 11. My apologies. So for those who don't know, those rankings are now going to be the new rankings that you see next to your team playing on tv they won't be showing the ap rankings next to them you'll now see the college football playoff rankings guys what are we what are we thinking these are the first ones and yeah these are i'm 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 liking this top four i'm liking the top four well i very was very surprised that they put clemson at four and switch michigan to five i didn't see that coming um earlier this week i did think they were gonna do ten well georgia number one and then tennessee number two since they play each other this weekend um at 3 30 on saturday but i'm not mad at the top i'm not mad at the top four definitely thought maybe tcu might go above alabama since they're undefeated and they played like back-to-back ranked opponents they've played but, the second most in the country tied with tennessee yeah. i think they played four yeah, but SEC is going to SEC. <laughs> but I will say, Byron, to your thing on that one, TCU is seven is not bad because if they win out, that's, that's true. They can get in. That is true because they're still top of the Big Twelve, and I mm-hmm. think Kansas State is number two. So mm-hmm. if they both went out, they'll face each other again in the uh, Big Twelve championship too. Will be a fun little revenge game for Kansas State. Yeah, before I even before I go even more further, and Cedric, what are you thinking about this top four or the top ten in general? SEC is going to SEC, as Byron said. I mean, I like Tennessee as number one. I really do. I like Georgia. But I like Tennessee as number one. I mean, they got that big win over Alabama, so I could kind of see why they're number one this week. This weekend's going to just, oh, man. It's a lot of potential, with crazy possibilities after this weekend. Right, right. And we'll talk a little bit about that later. I will say with the SEC's going to SEC, though, Georgia's the returning national champion. And this is the first we are ahead of them. In the AP, we were not ahead of them. Yeah, AP, we were two, and they were still one. 
So, yeah, even the current AP, like Georgia was one, and Tennessee and Ohio State were tied for second. So that's, to me, that was a pretty big deal, all right? They've seen, like, our body of work, seen who we've played, um, our offense and our defense coming along. Number two, I have no problem with Tennessee being number one. They've played the most ranked teams outside of TCU. They've they've almost completed this gauntlet of these four games I did not think they were going to do. They have one more this Mm -hmm. Saturday. I have no issue. And they have the best win this year. I have no issue with that. Um, Byron, I will say with the Clemson thing, obviously Clemson's leading the ACC right now. Mm -hmm. So I do, I'm fine with them at four. Then Michigan at five, that helps us because potentially if things hold true, we get two versus five. And it's also doing the committee's dirty work because whoever wins that OSU-Michigan game and goes to the Big Ten Championship win, that person's in, and the other person's out. So True. if you lose OSU-Michigan, you're not going to the title. You're not going. From the way these rankings are right now. Yeah, I agree. And then... Like I said, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I just was surprised when they revealed it, because I said the last podcast that Georgia would be one, Ohio State would be two, mm-hmm. Michigan would right. be three. I mean, Tennessee would be three, and then Michigan would be four. Let me let me throw y'all the, the Cedric, and you said that SEC going to SEC. They think they're slick with with this one, because I don't... LSU should not be number 10. You know why they did it, though. <laughs> I know exactly why they did it. They're 15 in the AP, because now, obviously, people... This, now you have six versus 10 this Saturday night. So I know why they did it, but they should not be 10. Uh, you're seeing the ways. Because they will beat LSU number 10. So then next week, Alabama will at least be five. Mm-hmm. Because let's say Tennessee lose. They can't put Tennessee above Alabama. They'd be no, no. no. So. Mm-hmm. Tennessee will probably drop to four if they lose. Georgia will go to one. We're going to stay at two probably until the Michigan game. Mm-hmm. Clemson will move to three, and then they'll be waiting for the mess up. Yeah, because yeah, that LSU. Now, if LSU beats Alabama, oh which, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, then which I'm not. I don't know, but then they have a little path. But seeing that. LSU at 10, that's a little that's a little wild. And having Old Miss at 11, so for those two, for me, those are Bama pump-up games. Because Old Miss ain't good. Yeah. <laughs> they failed me. They ain't good. And they play each other LSU and then Ole Miss next week, the weekend after that. So you already know the third weekend's college football playoff rankings are going to be like, Alabama just beat number 10 and 11 back-to-back. They should be in the top four. As Cedric said, I've seen, I look, I'm look, I'm analyzing now fully. I'm seeing. And even from the Alabama thing, oh my gosh, Alabama beat the number 24 team, Texas, at their place by one point. By one point. To I'm, a backup quarterback. <laughs> I'm seeing it. But Oregon's at eight. They're, they're in a little like no man's land. I don't know if they need chaos to happen. I mean, they, they got need, USC there too. Yeah, they got yeah. USC at nine. They, I think the Pac-12 needs chaos because 
If everyone in front of them takes care of business, they ain't getting in. No, they need one of the top seven to lose. Which, and I think Oregon and USC are the top two in the Pac-12, so yep. they'll meet in the Pac-12 championship. So, yeah, they need chaos. Because Michigan, I mean... They need a lot of help, too. Yep. I mean, they're going to get it because two is going to play five at the end of the year in OSU-Michigan. One is playing three um, this week. And this then week. one of those two teams will play Alabama at the end of the year. Yep, because whoever wins that is going to go to the SEC championship game on the east side. Mm-hmm. Alabama, I mean, they're going to beat LSU. Well, I, I got to really think <laughs> about it. They're going to beat LSU. So, like Cedric said, they're going to play Alabama, so that's going to eliminate them again. But they're going to get the help. It's just I don't know if it's going to be the help they want. Yeah, they got to do well themselves because any close games or excuses for this committee, they'd be like, well, they won, but they still ain't Bama. Right. Or they, they still ain't playing in the SEC. Can we also give the Buckeye fans a shot in the dark? Uh, If you haven't watched an Illinois game, you need to watch one because currently they're at 16 and they're going to probably be the team you play in the Big Ten championship game. Mm -hmm. And if they hold serve, they need they could get close. They'd have to win the Big Ten. I think whoever wins the Big Ten's in. Even if it's like Illinois? Well, Illinois, to win that, you'd have to beat number two Ohio State or Michigan. I don't yeah, think they're in. It's going to be close. I think they'll get a, a really good bowl game that they haven't had in years. Because yeah. let's... All right, so Penn State, they'd be ranked above them. They'd be ranked above Utah. They'd be ranked above Kent. Like, if they get to the Big Ten title game, just get to the game. Uh, well, it's going to be tough for them to get to the game because uh, November 19th, they play Michigan. Ooh, that actually might help them. I mean, if they beat Michigan now. They beat Michigan, and then you go beat Ohio State in the Big Ten title game? Yeah. That would help. That would, would yeah. they, but wait, you would they also play need Illinois chaos. before us? The day yes. of the week? Oh, that's... that's yeah, but they still trapped. need help, too. They need help just like Oregon needs help. They need yeah. all those teams and all the chaos to happen. Because if it's clear on the other side, the top four is just going to be the top four and maybe one Big Ten team. Oh, yeah. If it's us. And then they'll just be on the outside looking right in. Yeah, it's going to be close. If, But that's all. Nah, I, I didn't know they played Michigan the week before. That might be a trap game. Oh. Michigan might not be focused. Hmm. That's a good call. But yeah, there's, a, there's a lot that needs to happen, which a lot is going to happen. It just depends. Because then all these teams can hold serve. You just know Georgia and Tennessee. One of them is experiencing their first loss on Saturday. Yes. Alabama Alabama knows they have to win every game. Clemson knows they need to win. All the top five teams, the top six, actually, the top seven, TCU included, they all know win and you're in. Win all your games and you're in. Mm -hmm. You're just going to have to run into someone who also needs to win and they're in. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where it lies. I think TCU's actually in the best spot at seven. Yeah, because a lot of chaos is going to happen between one through six. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we'll get back to that. Let's actually get back to Ohio State. We actually had a road game against Penn State. If you listened to us last week, I did talk about what would happen 
when we were, I wanted to see us in a closed game. How do we respond? We were in a closed game. It was close all three quarters, the fourth quarter is when we had the explosion, but this game, we were in a fourth quarter game. Byron, man, take it away. Yeah, we ended up winning 44-31, but we were down at halftime, 14-13. Um, and, man, I, I'm not going to say I was nervous, but uh, that way that offense was looking, uh, it was a little suspect. Um, but C.J. Shroud ended the day with 26 for 33, 340, 354 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Travian Henderson had 16 carries, 78 yards, two touchdowns. Maya Williams, two carries, nine yards, and a touchdown. He did leave the game early due to an injury. I don't know if it was like his hand or his foot, um, but he never came back. Um, and then Marvinson, Marvin Harrison Jr., 10 receptions, 185 yards, no touchdowns. Kate Stover, six receptions, 78 yards, a touchdown. Emeka Buka, uh, six receptions, 53 yards, no touchdowns. Julian Fleming, two receptions, 27 yards. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr. was literally beating Penn State's defenders. Like, I feel like he was the only wide receiver open for us, and he was making moves to help uh, CJ Stroud get him the ball. So that's why he had 10 receptions, 185 yards. He looked good. Um, but the star of the game, the MVP, JT Tua Malawau, um, he had a great game. Let me pull up this individual stat. Real quick. Um, he had six tackles, two sacks, three tackles for losses, two interceptions, one return for a touchdown, uh, one pass breakup that ended up as a interception for Zach Harrison, uh, one forced fumble, and then one fumble recovery. So he had a great game on defense. Um, we ended up sacking Sean Clifford three times. Sean Clifford, uh, he had a good game. 32 for 47, 371 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. Um, their receiver, Washington, 11 receptions, 179 yards, and a touchdown. So that good old corner is giving up 179 yards. Well, 371 yards in the air is it's tough to look at, but like I said, JT Tuomalau had a game of his life and helped us beat Penn State. Okay. Cedric, anything? What did you like? Didn't like um, about about the game? Man, I was wrong. <laughs> I'll admit it. Penn State came. They heard me talking so much shit. I was talking so much shit. I even a lot, but. Defense held out like that we were tested. I mean, the offense was going to be the offense. I didn't imagine Penn State would completely be able to like shut us out and keep us out of playing. So, Harrison Jr. is still the truth. I see you out there. No. Man, number 15 on defense. I saw you give up the tackle, boss. I'm trying to find your name, but you ain't high enough on the stat thing. Oh, Because no. it's not Denzel Burke anymore. <laughs> Bro, I've been clicking uh, through for a minute. I think 15 is Lace and Rantham. 
or Lathan Ransom. Ransom? I believe so. He's number 12. So then it is. Uh, Teron McAllister. Man, he good too. He be getting picks. He does. <laughs> but man, that open field tackle was looking beautiful. And nah, that's how. Honestly, I think that's how the momentum shift happened for Penn State. Because when that receiver broke that tackle, that just ran all the way down the field for the touchdown. I was just like, well, here we go. But still a great game, great win. Which I was surprised for a nooner for Penn State. I hope they got their groove back somewhat. Need them to still compete, so it makes it our win look good. No more pulling at mishaps like they did against Michigan. So yeah, there was a lot from this game, like when I was watching it. One, you talk about giving, you can't give a team like Ohio State more opportunities than normal. Sean mm-hmm. Clifford is the reason, besides our defense, he's the reason they lost. He had two interceptions on the first opening drive, on the two drives. Like, mm-hmm. you can't do that when you're playing against Ohio State. Penn State's defense held for the first one, got a field goal, and then we got a touchdown. Like, you cannot do that. But then from the fact that he started with two picks, and like you said, Byron, halftime, we were losing, is also a weird thing. Like, they, we started with two interceptions, and we're losing 14-13. And then I would also want to say that I took a screenshot at, like, a point during the third quarter where – this was before you said the final stat. CJ was like 16 for 21, 190. Mm-hmm. Harrison was six of those for 120. So 120 of CJ's passing at that point in time was to Marvin, which if they can't stop it, fine. But when we play a team that can like really play defense and we're going to only go to one person, that's not going to cut it. And then obviously the fourth quarter, they scored first on, like we talked about, there was like 500 billion penalties on that fourth quarter drive. But then we just exploded. Henderson, Stover, and then the interceptions. And Penn State couldn't keep up. That fourth quarter changed the game, and we won by 13. But it's like one of those things, like we were talking, like, if it was at night, I don't think we win. Not with the way our offense was looking like that first three quarters. We were couldn't move the ball um, on the ground like they were stuffing the run, which is surprising because they gave up over 400 rushing yards to Michigan. But they're like, all right, we fix our run defense now. Pass well, they, it said through the going, they said we're not going out like bitches, period. They, it, they did. <laughs> that was that, to think about this. Put this in. If you would have said. That Penn State let Ohio, like someone who didn't watch the game, Penn State let Ohio State in total yards, first downs, time of possession, you would be like, Penn State pulled the upset. But Penn State had four turnovers. Mm-hmm. You're not beating, no team is beating Ohio State if you turn the ball over four times. A.T. Tui, a low out. Good he, shit. 
The stat I mean, line for him is ridiculous. It's yeah. literally that's like created player in NCAA defense Heisman stat lines. Something ridiculous where you get two interceptions. One's a pick six. You get a fumble recovery. You get a deflection for another interception. Like that's that's nuts. It was crazy. It was crazy. I will say, we're already gonna. I'm already gonna project this next year. How we were talking about Penn State's weapons. Mm-hmm. Allen's only a freshman. Katron Allen, the running back who scored, he's only a freshman. Mm-hmm. Parker Washington is only a sophomore. Mm-hmm. With the 11 receptions, 179 and a touchdown. He's a sophomore. Penn State just, and Clifford, this is finally this is going to be his last year. And they could get a dynamic quarterback. They could really do things again. Yeah, they can. Clifford. So who's uh, transferring? I don't know. That's a good that's well, a question. Poor, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I trust the portal. Don't, don't throw a freshman out there. I mean, Trace McSurley was good, their last quarterback. Yeah. But even then, like, there's always um, a ceiling with their quarterbacks. That is true. True. And so, like, if you get a transfer portal, I mean, do you have? They have some offensive weapons mm-hmm. at their disposal. Yes, honestly, they like, they can do some things. Mm-hmm. And if I believe, I think they also said their other running back was a freshman too. Like they were young. Nicholas Singleton. Yeah, he's a freshman. He's a freshman. They got two good freshman running backs. A Parker's real deal wide receiver over there. All right, Franklin. You gotta find. He's never found a quarterback. You got. You got to get people there because those are young players. They're good players. And if you're not like Penn State's a good enough recognize like recognition school that you could you could get your nil money and get to the league as long as you're good because you're playing in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. And this is the division you want to be in these next four years. Like, if it's not here, it's SEC. Like, there's no real in-between, as we're going to see here soon. So, get your weapons ready. Get your people in there. I mean, a bunch of people are going to... I, I would be very shocked if we don't see people jumping ship to get to the Big Ten. I agree. It's crazy, because Penn State has always had... They've had every weapon except a quarterback. Like Cedric said, Trey... Trey was good, but he had a ceiling. He wasn't like that next level like quarterback. He was good. He was really like him and Saquon's con. Like they were really good. Like they've had obviously Saquon Barkley, Miles. Like they've had all these running backs. They've had wide receivers. They have the best defensive player in the NFL right now, Micah Parsons. Like they always have weapons besides the court. I don't know how Franklin cannot get a freaking quarterback. That's all he needs. He just needs one. Just one good one. Hopefully he's recruiting quarterbacks this offseason. But then if he does get a really good one, then we're going to have problems. So, so. <laughs> I, I mean, under Jim Noah's defense, we we looking good, though. That was true. That was true. But that was a good. Finally got to see Ohio State on the road. Uh, we didn't cover. So for the betting people there. But we can't talk about how we play Northwestern at noon. Uh, we were, we are a 38 point favorite, I believe. If once it has changed, it's still 38. And 
Northwestern just lost to Iowa. That Iowa team that you heard us say, especially me, who said they should never, their offense should never be on a TV ever again. Northwestern's one in seven, one in four in the conference. The over under total points is 60. Most of that's scored by us. Mm-hmm. And just the other day, Northwestern went Iowa scored 30 plus points. 33. And they are one in seven in the Big Ten, one in four conference. Obviously, we're eight and oh. Guys, I think the biggest one for this is how early can we get the backups in to get reps? Hopefully by halftime. Cedric, what are you thinking? I'm with Byron. Hopefully by halftime. I mean, I wouldn't want them to take them out first quarter. They like starters still need to get their reps. Like we still have football to be played. So I'll say like give them a half. I mean, that's a lot of time, a lot of great experience. And plus it's still enough time with like something crazy. Let's say Northwestern shows up. It's like, you know what? We heard y'all talking shit about us on the podcast. We're coming here to try to throw y'all. Won't happen. But it still gives like time for a lot of different reps, a lot of different. I'm actually curious what it will look like because we have depth. So be a good time to see a lot of different like matchups, a lot of different looks. See what the future Buckeyes could look like. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, too, because now we're in November. And as Jim Trestle said and all the great coaches, which is true, in college football, November is for contenders. You lose in November. If you're trying to win a championship, you're done. So just like Cedric said, there's still a game to be played. We need to take care of business. We can't be. We cannot piss around at all because I want to see Kyle McCord play the entire second half. Because more than likely, he's going to be the starting quarterback next year when CJ leaves. Yeah, like he's gotten in a few times, but usually it's like the second half of the fourth quarter. So I would like to see him play a full half, too, because he did start a game last year because CJ Stroud was injured. But outside of that, he hasn't really gotten too much playing time. Yeah, so this game should be over by halftime. I'm not even going to lie. I think the game is going to be 63-3. to Yeah, I can see that. They have no touchdown? None. I'm lucky. I'm, not, I'm even giving them a field goal. I don't even think I wanted to give them a field goal. Damn. I mean, they did score a touchdown against Penn State, but they still lost. I, I might give them a touchdown. Okay. Man, they scored a touchdown against Iowa. That's true. I'm, I'm giving them three. This is going to be nice. Well, technically, over. two touchdowns, I should say. This can't kick extra points. <laughs> <laughs> so, going around, Carl, speaking of that team up north, did you guys see the Michigan won 29-7. Did you guys see the brawl that happened in the big house? Bro, they jumped dude after the game. For no reason. Well, Bro, nah, he swung first. That's what your dumbass gets. Oh, I he, see him swing first. I just see the clip of he was like, in like a He was in like a crowd of like people like pushing towards him. And then they jade his ass. And then they threw okay. him back out like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Well, we we did, which really led to that, which we didn't get to fully see because the game was over. Because obviously we were together that um Saturday this game happened. Is Michigan already had the game won, 
and they ran a trick play at the end of the game. Uh, so you already know they're like, why are you doing that? Like, what's the, like, you know, they were trying to right. show off and all that. So if you've never been to the big house, they only have one, one way in, one way out mm-hmm. for both teams. Yes, which, sir. Okay. But like Cedric said, dude came in and it, it got rough. <laughs> It got rough. I was like, dang. Because I didn't see it. The clip I saw, I didn't see that guy swung first. I just saw four Michigan State surrounding him, Jay and dude. I was like, dang. <laughs> yeah, because he pushed his way into that, like, I guess it's like a wall. Mm-hmm. It looks like an adjacent hallway. And then they, like, pushed him again. Like, what he was, like, pushing him off of everyone and pushed him against the wall. They're all, like, just, like, swinging him. And then one guy, like, pulls him off and then, like, throw him back to where everyone's getting separated again. But I just gotta say, like, like if you in that area, right, mm-hmm. and you by yourself, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> like, you on your own, <laughs> bruh? Like, what is you thinking? Truly, I agree. I, I agree. That's but Michigan. I mean, they took care of them and won that TCU. We already talked about, and they're undefeated still. Um. Number nine, Oklahoma State, getting blanked by Mark. <laughs> 48 to zero. Their championship ball. aspirations are done. They still would have had a shot. They would have won this game, but 48 yeah, to I, zero. I, I did not see this coming. I really thought Oklahoma State was going to go in and take care of business. Um, because I think. This was a game like after they lost to TCU. I thought that'd be like a the bounce back. No, about no, it was a after they beat Texas, then they went to KSU. But I definitely didn't think they were going to lose, not score any points. Yeah, so that was bad. Old Miss beat Texas A and M. Lane Kiffin calling uh, Jimbo Fisher the Joker, just a Joker. I mean, that's. Texas and M three and five, one and four in the SEC. Mm. Notre Dame pulling off an upset over Syracuse, 41-24. Notre Dame. Go ahead, Marcus Freeman. Last time we talked about them, they, they were they're five and three. Yeah. And they just got the biggest win from Marcus Freeman. And then Rocky Top, just for precursor, the Kentucky quarterback. Let us bring his name up. Unless you already had it ready. Will Levis. Thank you, Cedric. Will Levis. He was basically talking shit about Tennessee. Talking about how Kentucky plays real football. Because they get 10 10 play drives and all that. And then, you know, it's not always going to be be quick, quick, boom, boom. Boom, boom. And Tennessee heard that. And if you didn't see the presentation Tennessee put on, like the opening of the game and the crowd and the stadium, <laughs> this team is not joking. They got talent and they're going to show it. And I was like, oh, they ain't long for this. And then, the, of course, the first Tennessee score was a 55-yard touchdown pass to Jalen Hyatt. You know, we like talking about Hyatt. Five receptions, 138 yards, two touchdowns. Tennessee 
taking care of business. I mean, Kentucky, you shouldn't have been talking shit. <laughs> Booker, 19 for 25, 245, three touchdowns. And Mr. Lewis, who people have started to say he might be the top quarterback picked in this draft, that don't tell, don't tell to me. That's what Annals were saying before the old Miss game. And obviously, we watched the whole Tennessee-Alabama game. We saw that defense was that was a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Mr. Lewis was only Levis. 16. Levis, I'm sorry. Levis was 16 for 27. He only had 98 yards, and he had three interceptions. Man didn't even throw a touchdown. And and this you... isn't even like a really big defensive team. Like they give like to Tennessee's credit, they played a great defensive game, but they just outscore you. Like they give up points to good offenses. Mm-hmm. So if you throw in three picks, you can't even throw a hundred over a hundred yards. My guy. You should have seen him at the postgame conference. He was quiet. <laughs> he was humbled I real why. quick. <laughs> he was humbled real quick because that defense was motivated. Mo Motivated. So let's go right into it. This is it. I didn't think they would. <laughs> I truly didn't think Tennessee would make it out of that stretch. I mean, number 20 Florida at the time win at number 12 LSU killed them. Obviously, Bama beat them. UT Martin smoked them. Kentucky. This is the last one. College game day is going to be there. Uh, if you do the playoff rankings, it's number one versus number three, Tennessee versus Georgia. Uh, ESPN's given Georgia a 75% chance to win, which I feel is extremely disrespectful. Oh, for sure. But here we are, man. Spread is Georgia's an eight and a half point favorite. So more than a touchdown at home. Who we got, man? Like, who do you think is going to come out on top on this game? So for me, it's Tennessee's offense versus Georgia's defense. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Georgia doesn't really, well, I guess they do score a lot, but I feel like they haven't played against great defenses in the SEC. They haven't played any good SEC. They've not played one. This is going to be their first good one. Yeah. Um, but outside of that Oregon game at the start of the year. Ah. I definitely trust Hooker and Hyatt more than I do Bennett and I don't even know Bowers, mm-hmm. their leading receiver at Georgia. Uh, I'm going to take Tennessee for the upset, Ooh. even though it's not an upset. It's an upset to Vegas and it's upset to the people picking. I mean, this is the this is the returning national champs. They're finally going to show the world. They haven't played a top team since Oregon at the beginning of the year, and they beat Oregon 49-3. to Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee. I like their offense way more than I like Georgia's offense. And Georgia struggled against, what was it, Missouri? Yeah, they won 26-22. It was all field goals. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Yeah. Even in, Look, ten, even in Georgia. Even in Georgia. I think Tennessee is going to score quick and quiet that crowd. Cedric, what are you thinking? Man. 
if Byron's taking Tennessee, I honestly do like stat wise think Tennessee is stronger. I mean, Hooker's throwing twenty one touchdowns this season. Stetson has only thrown nine and three interceptions. The rushing yards are close enough. I mean, I guess the only difference is the amount of carries, ninety two versus seventy one. But like Hyatt's receiving yards are just obnoxious. Like he almost has a thousand yards receiving. Has fourteen touchdowns. I am going to pick Georgia only because I pray to God they've been watching fucking film. Like, if you don't know that you need to drain your resources into covering Hyatt, then you should not be in the top five or the top four. You probably shouldn't go to the playoff at all. Like, you get your ass whooping, you earn that. But I'm hoping Georgia stays strong. I don't know. I picked it for the national championship last time, so mm-hmm. I'll stick with them. All right, you made a good point because everyone knows if Hooker is holding that thing back, everyone knows that ball is going 50-plus yards, and everyone knows that who's going to. Mm-hmm. Like, Cedric's right. If they don't – if Hyatt gets loose again, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's what I'm hoping for. But also for people who've listened, you know, me and Georgia don't really get along. but. <laughs> Whoever loses this, they haven't because I don't think the other team's gonna lose a game the rest of the year. They ain't going to the SEC chip, so this is really it for both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just pray that honestly, I don't even know what you pray for a scenario with if you lose and you hope like well if Tennessee loses, their hope is that Alabama wins. Yeah, they hope they would hope Alabama will win the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. Like if Georgia loses, then I don't even know if an Alabama win helps them truly because Tennessee already beat Alabama. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wouldn't. They wouldn't get anything from that. That this is really it for Georgia. Yeah, because Tennessee could at least have the prayer of Alabama beating Georgia in the SEC title game, and then they could say the only loss they have is, well, they beat the SEC champion, and mm-hmm. the only loss they have would be Georgia at home, because mm-hmm. then they could be like, if we play Georgia at Tennessee. Yeah. So this is so Georgia is going to be more motivated because they know, like, because if you look at the rest of their schedules after this, they got Mississippi State. They're going to kill them. Kentucky's going to get smoked, and they end the year with Georgia Tech. <coughs> so this is their last. Yeah. So if they win here, they're going undefeated. Yes. And then Tennessee. Who do they still have left? They still got Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. So if they stay the course, they could still go undefeated. So god damn, this is I mean, tough. this is it for Stetson too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and and no offense to my guy. I mean, I may be wrong. There's NFL teams that that maybe one of them. I don't see him as an NFL quarterback. So this is the this is the show. I think George, I think um Tennessee's gonna cover, but I think Georgia's gonna win on a late field goal. And it really hurts me to say it. it's just because this game's at home. That place is gonna be fucking wrong. I hope Byron's right. I actually like I like Hooker and Hyatt, but Georgia has more at stake. 
Georgia does have more at stake because, like you said, they are the defending national champs. And if they want to make it back, they can't lose. But I think Tennessee might be more motivated. I just I agree. Kind of it's, it's, it's the home field, man. Wrong. I, 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 I get that. And also, I'm going to throw Obviously. this out because Cedric said this on the second episode. Saban don't want to see Hyatt again. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> I'm gonna keep facts. it. Saban doesn't want to see Hyatt again. <laughs> Listen, I'm like this. If Saban sees Hyatt again, he's telling everyone, "I'll give a fuck about the 15 yards. He ain't catching shit." <laughs> <laughs> so the only way it's guaranteed Saban don't see Hyatt again is if Tennessee loses. So like, like we said against Texas, Saban and the money gonna be coming. Well. We'll see. I want to know with Saban betting the line or not. That's a true question. That's how you know who's going to win this game. Did Saban bet the line or not? And then helping Saban, LSU plays Alabama, six versus ten in the in the playoff. It's at LSU. Mm-hmm. It is at, at night. Night. Ooh, mm-hmm. I think Alabama's going to beat them by twenty-one. By twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think LSU's good. So. Sorry to the MMA expert, Chuck. Y- y'all are getting smoked. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even look at the line. That's how bad I just feel like they're getting I, smoked. I'm about to look at the line because I got to I gotta know. Man, look, I'll play this. I think, they, I think it's going to be a, uh, Alabama's going to have to show out because Bryce Young is trying to get back. And honestly, after this past week, Bryce Young is in improve the Heisman stock because this is not looking good for your boy. Cedric, that was actually a good point with the Heisman bringing that up because Byron, that would help your thing with the motivation. If Hooker wins this game, I love CJ. He, Hooker's winning the Heisman. Oh, I know. I, well, I'm hold on, fully hold on. aware. <laughs> Yo, but if Hyatt gets fucking four touchdowns, then he might win. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, they'll never give it to they'll never give it to him. I mean, but um, damn it, he deserves it. Devontae Smith got the Heisman as wide receiver just a couple years ago. I know, but like, mm-hmm. they were even hesitant on that. Ooh, this um, line is baby. 13 and a half. 13 and a half. They're covering. They're, winning. they're losing by 21, bro. I don't trust LSU. I don't trust my family. Brian Kelly. <laughs> He's turning over a new leaf down there. You know, he got that southern swagger right. now. They're six and two. They're, They're four and one two. in the conference, currently by like weird SEC West percentage points. They're at the top of the SEC West with Ole Miss and Ole Miss. Alabama. Mm-hmm. Because they screwed up our prediction because Ole Miss was going to take care of Alabama. Yeah, but that's but Ole Miss being, yeah, that LSU r- really beat a number seven Ole Miss at home, like at Ole Miss. 45 yeah. to 20. But you know yeah, the committee is all mess. I know, <laughs> yeah. but the committee put them at eleven just for Alabama to be able to beat the number ten and eleven back to back. You know what, guys? Huh? I'm taking LSU for the upset. I don't care. It's- okay, okay. You tell Saban you ain't buying it. You tell him you ain't. Buying I don't believe it. the Bama hype. Byron, you about to go zero two this weekend? I don't care. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I ain't saying that. That no. <laughs> I'm taking Tennessee and I'm taking LSU for the upset. I like you show me something. I've been rooting for you guys to have the night game at Death Valley. It finally happened. Show me something. I like it. 
I like it. I think it's a good idea. I mean, I go pick it, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, bro, this is saving off a bye week. And now he's LSU came play- off a bye week too. Bro, this is Alabama. Fuck saving. This is Alabama <laughs> off a bye week. <laughs> like Bryce Young off a bye week. And they just saw those playoff rankings. So you already know Saban went there. like, you know what we have to do now, boys. We have to win. We have to destroy everyone. Like, we have to annihilate everyone if we want in. Because there's two juggernauts that are playing this weekend. Yeah, cool. We may we get helped out before them lose, but we still have to beat that motherfucker at the end of the year. And you know what's crazy? That game, Tennessee and um, Georgia's at 3.30, and then Alabama LSU's at 7. So you already know they're going to be watching. I know Alabama is probably winning, but I'm still taking LSU for the right. I, I respect that. Good I respect luck. that. Good luck on that. 21. Easy. All right. Anything else? Those are the only two big games this weekend, which they're back to back. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm tuned in Saturday for sure. Go Bucks. Yeah. Hooker. Hooker. Let me actually see something for you, Cedric. I don't think Hyatt is on these Heisman odds right now because Hooker is currently second on Vegas behind CJ. We'll be close. Man. So, with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. Uh, Buckeyes, get tested, pull out against Penn State, and make sure we're in November now. Again, November's for contenders. As a Buckeye fan, you have to watch all these big games because these will directly affect you without even you playing against them. Tennessee and Georgia, and LSU and Alabama, because one, two, two of those. Te- well, one of those teams are going to be in front of you after this weekend. One may be right behind you after this weekend. And then if Alabama wins, they will be above Michigan. And then there'll be two, like one right back from you. So with that being said, this is the L7C podcast. Go Bucks! Beat Northwestern by 60. Signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.